Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Superman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 68, Target and Mixyes Pixelated. Hi, pals. My co-host is in my house. I am. It's been... My basement. Like two years since I've been here. It's been... <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh-huh. Cool. It's, uh, it's, it's pandemorific? It's not that. No, it's not that. It's nice to be here and be fully vaccinated, though. Uh, yes, yes, me as well. Mm-hmm. Um... I just realized that how much I fumble the openings to this show. Every listener of our show should just skip about the first 30 seconds. It's always bad. I'm just going to, every time, I should say hi, pals, and make you say something mm-hmm. is what I should do. All right. Say hi, pals. Hi, pals. Yeah, hi. How's it going? That's not. It's not, not yeah, hi. It's a non-starter. How, you, how y'all doing out I, there I, in Radio Land? No. No, it's not Radio Land. <laughs> right, they tore down Radio Land. <laughs> they tore down Radio Land and put up a parking lot. Uh-huh. It's a good parking lot. Uh-huh. It's better than uh, parking at home and taking the train into Radio it's Land. It's definitely better than that. Yeah. Also, now I don't have to listen to all these radio DJs radioing it up anymore. Hey, how's it going? Oh, you know, I hate Superman. <laughs> yeah. I'm the best show on the entire radio. Might be. I love it. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Lex. <laughs> yeah. I just keep pouring money into this show. <laughs> From listeners like you. And I specifically mean you, Lex. Thanks for donating. You're listening to Kids Hate Superman. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. You know what? I wouldn't even sue her for that. Mm-hmm. That would be absolutely fine. Don't know why I'm turning into Holly, but whatever. I mean, there's a little bit of... I mean, mm-hmm. they met each other. We uh-huh. can tell them apart, but, you know. It was fun. Paul Dean is just like, ah, two animated women I can, I'm attracted to. There's two of them. And soon there'll be three. Yeah, there sure will. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a uh-huh. minute. Uh, first, though, we got... Uh, well, I mean... I'm just going to say my good thing before we even begin. Mm-hmm. We got a Lois episode. We did, finally. We asked for it, and like they were like, oh, yeah, guys in the future doing this show. Uh, well, you're right. We have yeah, skimped on Lois uh, a bit. Did gift that to you right now. But, yeah, it's it's obvious they realized, oh, shit, Lois Lane, yeah. of course. And uh, so. She's probably good for something to do. Pretty good episode, uh-huh. too. So why don't you tell us what happens in All Target? Right. So Lois is attending the annual Excalibur Awards for outstanding achievements in the field of falling off of tall buildings. And also journalism, I guess. Unfortunately, she immediately gets a threat that if she wins, she'll be killed. So when she inevitably wins, she walks right on stage because nobody is going to stop Lois fucking Lane from Lois fucking laning. Mm-hmm. So then somebody drops a giant award statue on her. Luckily, Superman's a big awards fan. Also a bit of a Lois fan, so <laughs> that's well, that works out. Afterwards, Clark offers to stay with Lois to protect her, but again, it's Lois goddamn lane. She doesn't need any... Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, I guess her weird car just decided to drive off of one of Metropolis's many 27-story tall bridges. (laughs) Once again, it's a good thing that Superman is around. I also saved Clark Kent from falling, he says, but nobody really cares about that. (laughs) Lois investigates the many... many people who hate her, and the one guy who sort of likes her, and is running dry on suspects. Also, whoever's after her just keeps at it in a series of escalating death traps. She finally visits her friend Edward Leitner, who turns out to be trying to kill her because he loves her, which is just a boring plot at this point. Edward, jeez. 
So he traps Lois in a laser cage until she loves him and then puts on a big Kirby harness so that he can beat up Superman. If you're going to stalk Lois Lane, you're going to need a big suit to beat up Superman with. Luckily, Superman saves the day by hitting Edward with something extremely heavy, and then Superman and Lois vow to go on a date night right in front of him, the nasty little shit. (laughs) Meanwhile, everyone else in the city gets back to their plan to kill Lois. Absolutely. Uh, I didn't like the he he's in love with her. But oh, yeah, it's so just we've seen that a million times. We have. The thing is, they already set up a great sort of plot there, which is she used him as a source mm-hmm. to, to write an expose on LexCorp. And the idea that I was sort of reading between the lines until they just went with this tired thing. And this isn't even my bad thing. It's just yeah. a bad thing. And I love this episode. Mm-hmm. There were just some bad things in it. But was... She, like, Lois absolutely has people like this where she gets exactly what she wants and she probably butters them up and she's real sweet yeah. to them. And then she gets what she wants and she just spits them out. Like, he lost his job at LexCorp because she blew the whistle and then he's fucked. Yeah, Lois is a very, she is a very cutthroat. Uh, oh, yeah. Jer- like, you know, like, oh, okay, I'm done with you. Like, yeah. We- but but in the moment, she might bat her eyelashes oh, yeah. or promise, hey, I can find you another job. Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely not just flirting. There's probably some flirting. Sure. There's probably a lot of stuff. Every tool she has. Mm-hmm. But I feel like one is, yeah, you might lose your job, but I know some people. My yeah. dad's a general. I'll get you a job as a defense contractor or something. Yeah. You'll be fine. You want to work for a general? Not yeah. really. Well, mm-hmm. but got connections in yeah. the government. Might find something. But And then she stops returning your calls. Oh, yeah. The, the story's written. Uh-huh. Fuck. I got, look. Someone's trying to blow up the Eiffel Tower. I got better things to do. Just looking at her phone like, this guy's still in my life? Delete. Mm-hmm. Who is E. Leitner? <laughs> Never heard of this person in my life. Gross. Uh-huh. <laughs> what I do like, and and we, uh, you know, rarely get to watch these together mm-hmm. these days, but we did watch these, and we're both like, well, it's obviously him. Yeah. Wait, wait no. It's obviously him. They did a good job well, of that's, misdirecting That's him. the thing. The episode, and this is my good thing, the episode presents a lot of various suspects that it could be like it's a good like who done it basically well we had the guy at the beginning at the speech which the dc wiki rarely points out things that i this is very good but the dudes at the award ceremony with them in his tux Mm -hmm. i think clark's in a tux too yeah like because it's a formal event they're all dressed up fancy lois is in her fifth dress yeah they put lois in yet another outfit Mm -hmm. which good job animators yep also this episode takes place over several days or whatever and she's changes outfits each time um we'll talk more about one of those in a minute. I like that her thing is like, I, I I only have one dress design that I like, but I like a variety of colors. No, so. there's, there's different colors. Okay. This one was a gown. Well, the gown was, yeah, With but like, like the, she's got like the red thing and the purple yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those are all the same. The green thing now? I think so. Yeah. Um, but this was like a, like it was a formal event, uh-huh. so they didn't just put her in her, her blazer and skirt. There was like a, there was like a, mm. a gown, but- this dude was in his tux, and then apparently he's a co-worker of theirs at the Daily Planet. We yep. see him the next day still in a tux, and the DC wiki was like, um, this is appropriate attire for an award ceremony, but probably you wouldn't go to your job at a newspaper in a tuxedo. I'm I like, was, all right. The thing is, it made perfect sense to me. I'm just like, oh, she works with like a Frasier type guy. Uh, that's what he That's what he looked like. But yeah. The point is, we saw him sitting there at the beginning, and the way he's drawn, mm-hmm. he's drawn like a Bruce Tim villain. Oh, yeah. He's basically like leaning over next to her and just being all like, if you win this award, Lois, I'll kill you. But yeah. in a fun, I work with you way. Yeah. Now, you're more, f- we've talked about this before. You don't know the comics as deeply as you know mm-hmm. Batman, but you know, w- is he a guy from I don't the know. Daily Planet? I didn't even hear what the guy's name was. So. Uh, I did and I forgot. But, yeah. But I, sw- I could swear at the beginning, I was like, well, I got this figured out in the, before the Clearly, credits were done. This is who, this is who's trying to kill her. Yeah, like the written by credit came up and I already had it yeah. figured out. And no, nope, nope. I was wrong. And then there's a shitty cop who 
like didn't get a promotion because Lois mm-hmm. wrote a story. Lois has ruined a lot of careers. Yeah, with well, her stories. Later on, they show him like watching her apartment with binoculars, and it's just like, no, he was doing cop stuff because he knew that she was like. But he still doesn't like her. No, because she ruined his career. Yeah, because she does that. And look, fuck that guy. Uh huh. But well, if you're mad about police corruption and you're a cop, then fuck you. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's. Excuse me. If you're mad about being busted for police corruption. Yeah, come on. Um, It, it was just like, because we weren't short, but the problem with me, mm-hmm. because I'm pretty good at recognizing, you would have caught this one too, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, if I wasn't there yelling it out, you oh, would have yeah. spotted it on your own. It's all, it's the first guy. That's like... But the dude, the Leitner, mm-hmm. is voiced by Maurice LaMarche, jobbing uh, voice actor Maurice LaMarche, who we all know very well from many things. Everything. And there was this disturbing voice on the radio saying, I'm going to kill you, Lois. Yep. And it was Maurice LaMarche. It's like, well, it's clearly him. it's Maurice LaMarche. We know this guy. He's got like, he's got good voices, mm-hmm. but he's only got about five of them and we know them. Who could I be, Lois? I mean, it's either these two guys or I guess if the brain is trying to kill me. <laughs> or is, is tr- no, he sounded like uh, his Egon voice yes. from the real Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yep. On the radio. He had kind of a smooth, but a little nerdy. Whatever your side bank one. Yeah, exactly. Not quite as deadpan, but the same voice. Yeah. But, and then, so that's, it's like, if a woman was trying to kill her, it would obviously be Trust McNeil, and we'd yep. figure it out in a second. It's the same, he's, he's the male Trust McNeil. This doesn't come up in the episode, but Trust McNeil, McNeil does hate Lois Lane. Wow. For a variety of reasons. Yeah. Cause she, mostly cause she won't stick in it, stick a bastard in it, you crap. Ah, <laughs> oh, that triple slap sound. No, I love, I love Maurice LaMarche. Mm-hmm. I love Trust McNeil, but there are a handful of voice actors that we all know extremely well that yep. are just not. If your if your episode is a mystery, don't try to hide. Don't don't use a voice as part of the mystery. But also, not using a guest star is a good way to go because then whoever's got the guest star voice, you're gonna go like. But but if you do like this episode with some misdirection and you mm-hmm. got three guest stars, yeah, then you're not. That's sure. not bad. Yeah, or cast people with similar sounding voices. We all sound the same as each other. Or you know, you cast a Fraser and you cast a Niles. Mm-hmm. Who, you know. Like behind a mic, uh, well, they look the same too. Yeah, they're the same fucking. This is the same guy. You guys, that's his not... brother. That's his actual brother. Yeah, you're not related at all in real life. I Are you sure? Met this man in my life. <laughs> Going a little Shatner there. I hate David Hyde Pierce. <laughs> he will not be invited back for the Fra- for the new Frasier series. Oh, and do not talk to me about Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Horrible got to, person. Got to do a little bit of the gl- jaw clench with him. You ever see that video of him falling down the stairs? Good. <laughs> Good, I said. <laughs> I turned to my boyfriend. I'm gay, by the way. You all knew that, but I just came out like yesterday. It didn't It didn't come up a whole lot in the show. It was one of those when he... When, no, no, no. I'm talking about David about, Pierce. Oh, oh, right. When David yeah. Pierce came out, it was like, well, duh. Yeah. Was that a secret? I th- Did we I, not d- know that? <laughs> I, I knew that, right? I must have known that. We all just knew yeah. it. And then he came out and I was like, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, good for you, buddy. If you if you weren't out and you're out now, I'm I'm glad. But we, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously, <laughs> he's just like I don't get the parade. That's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, you all knew. Oh, oh. No. okay. Um, let's see. Uh, well, I already did my good thing. Yeah, uh, my bad thing is yes. is pretty legit. Um, I wish Lois had saved herself. Yeah, there was a lot of good, strong, capable, a little ag- too aggressive Lois in this one. Yeah, and then. Superman just comes in and rescues her like always, and it's like, well, she, you need to get her, let her get out of this. Yeah, I, we've said this a bunch. I feel like Lois was always going through this kind of shit well before Superman came into the picture. Yeah, like, and she would just always get out of it. Yeah, she can do this by herself. Mm. Well, there's a great bit where like 
they're trying to they're trying to kill her in like an elevator and like she's like looking around she fucking goes to get like grab the the little Emergency box with the phone, phone in yeah. and then it's full of dynamite it's got a cartoon bundle of it's red dynamite ve- like you get for uh, from acme it's very fun it's, it oh, the wily wily coyote's trying to kill me mm-hmm. i might get out of this one that guy fucks up a lot uh-huh Never should have followed that trail. That trail of journalism seed, <laughs> free Lois seed. <laughs> but um, no, she, like she's climbing up on top to try and get out. Like she's doing her best. Yeah. No. The, and the thing is, the way that the way it's timed out is like she's never there. She's never there for a moment. She's never still. Yeah. Immediately, she's leaping for the top, and when that doesn't work, she jumps back yep. into the car and tries to figure something out. When the guy's trying to blow up her car, she speeds up. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing is at the beginning when she's. Uh, when the attempt is made when she's on stage mm-hmm. and the cop comes after, she never looks scared. Yeah. She looks she's pissed, pissed off. off. Who the fuck is trying to get... This is my night. Uh-huh. I bought this special gown. It is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The animators had to draw a new dress for me. <laughs> she says that. she's She's got fourth wall awareness. Yeah. That's one of her things. That's how awesome Lois Lane is. She yeah. knows that she's in a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, I've won this. I mean, it is, it wasn't literally a Pulitzer. It was an Excalibur yeah. award, but it was obviously the Pulitzer. Like yeah. she won a big fucking award. This is her moment, mm-hmm. and she's not scared that it... Also, I it's the Excalibur Award, which means it's a sword, and it was hanging over the stage, and mm-hmm. as soon as we saw the opening establishing shot, my first note was, that sword's going to fall on yep. someone, and it did. But mm-hmm. what? that's fine. That's, that's just Chekhov's Excalibur. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But she's... Fuck you. This is my moment. I also... I love... She gets... Right before she goes up on stage, she gets the note that's like, if you win, you'll die. She and just shrugs like, it off and steps on stage. Whatever. Just throw this on the pile of oh, hate mail I get oh, every a day. Oh, threat? I mean, I originally hired Jimmy Olsen to handle this mm-hmm. exclusively, and then it turned out he was a pretty good photographer, but that was his job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that said, her moment mm-hmm. where she did uh, receive the thing. This is your bad thing. This is... Um, Lois has uh, what I would describe as the most boring thank you speech I've ever heard. And it's this is Lois goddamn lane. Like, if there's one thing she can do, it's write good. She's getting an award for being the best writer. I'd like to thank all the other people at the Daily Planet and all of the people and all of my friends and my family. It was lame, I will say. I think I I know what they were going mm-hmm. for. They were going for the tense thriller moment where they're cutting back from oh, the yeah. speech. And when you do that, you can't make the th- the, the speech too interesting, mm-hmm. or the audience is gonna wanna like, wait, why'd you cut away? So it has to be kind of dull, but you're right. It's Lois. She's a writer. Also, the way Dana Delaney was delivering it, mm-hmm. and I know she can do something different. She was reading it kind of flat like this. Yeah. Which Lois would it be. It feels like thrilled. Lois is not excited to be receiving this award. She'd and be that, thrilled. Yeah. I, honestly, what I pictured is holding it up to the tuxedo guy and saying, in your face, whatever the fuck his name uh-huh. is, I won and you didn't. <laughs> I had written a speech, but uh, I'm going to go with suck it. Yeah. Suck a dick, dumb shit. <laughs> I mean, honestly, she probably rubbed it in Clark's face, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you thought you were getting this award, Smallville? He's like, no. No, I wasn't even up for it this year. Can't even show her my award for saving the world. Yeah. No, it's, it, you're right. But I do think it was they tried oh, to yeah. accommodate the, the thriller sequence, but I do think they could have figured something. Out. It's always this is one of those things where I'm just like, what does she say though? Like this is like yeah. one of those I want to see into into your head. Like yeah. what, what do is, you do in a case like this? What is Lois the journalist yeah. like? Like we don't actually know what her work is. Yeah. We we know the kinds of stories she writes, but she we don't know what her writing is. And I mean that's the thing that I just happen to know from 
everything because like well it's nothing easier. i've ever seen has been like here's a lois lane uh article you well, know the, it's easier to do in comics though yeah because you can actually do that watchman thing where you have like some text and you can yeah but i don't along. think i ever have i mean i'm sure they exist but i don't think i've ever read one there is a series i think it's done now that just ended mm-hmm. It's like a Lois Maxi series. Oh, like the, six the or 12. I think it's Greg Rucka. Yeah, the Greg Rucka book. Yeah, I didn't read it, but I think it has some of her. I need to check that it. out because that's the story of Greg Rucka being pissed off that Trump was president. Well, good. That's the kind of thing I would love to read. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, oh my, uh, my my kids love Superman. Mm-hmm. So uh, we talked earlier about her uh, her outfits. Yep. She's got this skimpy black negligee, mm-hmm. and it's not exploitive. It's not gross or super over sexualized. It's just this is what Lois, the young pretty lady, would wear to bed. Yes. And I'm surprised it made it into a children's cartoon uh-huh. because it's a little sexy. It's yep. a little like she got it from Victoria's Secret or mm-hmm. something. It's like, oh my. Again, not not revealing or anything, mm-hmm. but not the kind of thing you draw your cartoon characters no. with. And uh, my the, the sort of the kids love Superman-ness of it isn't just that. It, that's not enough. But it's the that and the nightmare she has of a dude of an indistinct shadowy figure who mm, in shadow a pretty distinct figure if we're being honest in shadow look like space ghost yep, that was the figure it was because <laughs> it was just a black silhouette with white eyes <laughs> are you getting enough oxygen lois not for long mm-hmm. want to come in the buick with daddy <laughs> but, uh, but picks her up she takes out walks out to her balcony mm-hmm. and tosses her off the balcony like it's not one of those fanciful Superman villains blasts a yeah. part of the rooftop. Like, this was just straight up throwing someone off a building. Yep. Like, it's, it was very real and not, there's no fantasy element to it, yeah. which made it way scarier. And I thought Superman was going to fly in and save her, and I didn't, I didn't immediately realize it was a It's a well, nightmare. it's a well set up dream yeah. sequence. I usually hate it was a dream. Yeah. Because it's like, fuck you, you got me engaged in that and it's not even real. But well, it was scary and like, they showed that to kids, huh? Mm-hmm. I like that it's like, it's wearing on her, you know? Yeah. Like, in, in public, she's very much like, fuck this. I'm so sick of yeah. not doing anything. But, like, you get her alone by herself. She's like, I don't want to get killed by some stranger, no. you know? No, and she is getting scared. There's a moment where Clark calls her mm-hmm. and says, I, I'll I'll help you. Yeah. Like, just let me help you. And she's like, no, I got this. Yeah. This every conversation I've ever had with my partner. Hello, Amanda. <laughs> but it, it, she's such a specific kind of person. Yeah. That... Uh, that's why I'm so disappointed she didn't help save herself. Yeah, that would have been like uh, Superman saves Lois Lane. Of course That's he the does. Rule. But this is a this is a Lois ass episode. I kind of would have liked if Superman was just sort of sidelined. If we could show like I would love, honestly, if this episode were her saving herself right as he's showing up to save her. That's good, but I think I don't mind the guy making a Superman suit because I love what you pointed out, mm-hmm. which was she or uh, the dude realized, of course, if you're gonna yeah. creep on Lois Lane, Superman's coming around. So yeah. he was ready for it. While he's tied up during the fight, she would have saved herself. That's that's how yeah. I would have re- that way. Because yeah, look, kids are watching this; they're not gonna want to watch a boring episode about the lady reporter. Mm-hmm. You want to have Superman punching somebody for sure. a minute, so you can still have that. But you also have her getting out of the laser cage herself. Mm-hmm. The other uh, alternative I would have accepted. They hinted at this, and they this had a lot of potential. Is she came to Lex because one of the components on one of the bombs was a LexCorp. Yeah. And Lex is like, I, I don't know. I don't like the people who are using my shit to do this either. Mm. I Look, I want to kill Superman, but I don't want to kill you. Yeah, I like you. you. You're cool. Remember remember when you found my clone lab and I blew it up and I offered to bring you with me? Because I didn't want you to die because I like you. The thing is, like, I think he finds it, like, 
every time she figures out one of his schemes, I think he enjoys, like, oh, how am I going to get out of this one? Also, he definitely gets off. Like, Oh, yeah. It def- it's definitely a turn on somebody's almost as smart as I am. Yeah. Like, that's that's got to go. Oh, I'm going to get away with it this time, Lois. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm going to put on my little sailor suit. Wait, wait. No, that's not this scenario. <laughs> I will save the sailor suit yes. for the next time I throw a girl off a boat. Yep. Which happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I just... What I would have loved, because they, they hinted at him wanting to help. Yeah. And he's like, I will look into this. I will find out who did it. I, I know, look, we've had our shit, but I don't want someone murdering you. And yeah. Also, what makes my company look bad if they're using my stuff to murder you? Yeah, it's like, this is not the kind of publicity I need. Yeah. Considering I'm already Lex Luthor. Everyone thinks like, oh, the guy who tried to kill Superman. Mm-hmm. What I really want is for them to go and call me the guy who killed Superman. But, you know. <laughs> I'm the guy who killed Superman. Not yet. Someday. Still just the guy who tried. Ugh. Nobody God, I hate Superman. Nobel Prize in attempted chemistry. <laughs> There's a bit where he's where uh, just as Lois is about to show up, uh, where he's um he, he's got like a grenade launcher or something, mm-hmm. and he's basically testing it on like a series of like uh, like uh, cutouts. Yeah, it's like the shooting range scene in a cop movie. Yeah, and I really wish that all of them had just had like a hastily painted S on the chest. Mm-hmm. Mercy, get your red sharpie. <laughs> but but my point is. I would have loved when she was trapped in the laser cage if he had come and mm-hmm. said, look, it's Lex Corp Tech. You said so yourself. I have a way to disable it. Yeah. You're welcome. And to have Lex save the day. Yeah. Because he is bad, but also there's a little moral ambiguity mm. where maybe he's not just straight up evil or maybe he just doesn't like Superman. Yeah. And that would have been cool. I mean, that we're still at the point where he could be like, he does have a lot of people killed. I just remembered. Yeah. But also he's like giving him any kind of humanity. Yeah. was good. Like he's... They dated. Mm-hmm. She said that in the first episode, yep. or like the first, you know, the three. Well, I parter. dumped it with ass. Yeah, and like he's got a soft spot for mm-hmm. her. On top of the other stuff we were speculating a minute ago, yep. like that would have been great, but eh, they didn't do that. It was, it was the the ending kind of got fumbled yeah. a little bit, I think. Well, um, it turns into a very just Superman episode, you know. Before yeah. it was the lowest episode, and now it's just ever. Like, and I wonder if that was a rewrite. It could be. I wonder if it was someone trying, because it felt like someone tried to make Lois the center, and then there was, yeah. well, and needs more Superman. Yeah. I, I'm guessing, but it feels. I mean, that sounds like a studio note. We've heard so many stories like that about shows over mm-hmm. the years. It could be that. Um, I do like, this feels like the next step in the gradual evolution of the romance. Romance oh, between yeah. Superman and Lois. Like, it's. It's very sweet because they have a... He's got a moment where he throws himself over Lois to protect her from some falling stuff. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's just holding her. Yeah. And it's they don't. It's not creepy. And by the end of the episode, it's clear. These guys both are into each other. Uh-huh. It's not one-sided. They they both want this. And they're like, oh, maybe, maybe we can date sometime. Well, I mean, that's my quote. So ah, you well, what do you got? Out. Yeah. Tell me something. How do you always manage to arrive just in the nick of time? It's a gift. You wouldn't be keeping an eye on me or anything. Well, some people need more watching than others. Yeah, that's very good. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. And um, I, I just, I like, because, yeah, look, we all know she's they're going to end up together. Yeah. that's it's, how, it's Clark and Lois. Yeah. We know this. But you, you do want a couple of beats where it's not a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. And now we're starting to move a little forward. Well, it's, I think about this a lot. This is from, com- from uh, comics. But, like, there's always the thing about Spider-Man, like... Mm. getting uh, getting married and then they want to undo that because yeah. it's like, oh, Spider-Man's got a date. He doesn't. Yeah. But like, ne- that stuff never happens with Superman because there's n- like... Everyone knows Lois. Gonna- since that's yeah. the great love story. Yeah. Someone, I, this was on Twitter not too long ago. Someone said, 
Superman is a love story. Yeah. And I never thought of it that way. Yeah. But that's beautiful. Yeah. And that's why so many sort of douchey, hyper-masculine dudes mm. think they don't like Superman. Because, you know, fellas, is it gay to, love, to hate love or to love love? <laughs> yep. You know, you know what I mm-hmm. mean. It's bullshit. But it's like, there is a love story component to it. And that might be why certain dudes think it's bad. Mm-hmm. They're wrong. I love a good love story. Yeah, man. I, I, lo- I want to see these two fall in love and I want, you know, and I don't want to endanger them. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. want them to be happy. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Uh, I think that's everything I got. I didn't take a whole lot of notes for this one. No, I mean, we were, you know, it's yeah. a little bit of different setting and, you know, uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the next one mm-hmm. is a little difficult to summarize. I did my best. Yeah, have fun with that. Uh, but here I go with Mixia's Pixelated. Metropolis has faced many terrifying threats since welcoming Superman into its open Art Deco-y arms, crazy toy makers, terrifying cyborgs with kryptonite hearts, scumbag bounty hunters from space, that woman from the radio who made pants out of lightning. <laughs> but all of these pale in comparison to a tiny man in a bowler hat with the voice of Gilbert Gottfried. First, he causes a minor inconvenience in traffic. Then he wrecks a museum opening. Then, wait, no, that's all. Just... Those two things. But apparently that's enough to justify the presence of Superman, who I guess is having a slow week. (laughs) The little man brings Rodan's The Thinker to life with the voice of Frank Welker, you know, like you do, (laughs) and instructs him to beat the crap out of Superman. Then he poofs everything back to normal, so it looks like Superman wrecked a famous work of art for no good reason. Which is somewhat diabolical, but then he gets bored with that and does a bunch of other much nuttier stuff instead. See, it turns out the little man, whose name is Mr. Mixiez Pitlick, obviously comes from the fifth dimension and likes messing with people in our dumb dimension filled with dumb jerks. <laughs> I've been mistaken for leprechauns, genies, and one time a parrot, he says. <laughs> and now I'm going to humi- humiliate you by, I don't know, turning your parents into ostriches or something. Which he then actually does. Then Superman tricks him into saying his own name backwards, which poofs him back to his dimension for 90 days. Honestly, saying all of this out loud feels entirely unnecessary because we've all seen this a thousand <laughs> times before. It's pretty standard fifth dimension rules. The rest of the episode is really just Mixie failing to bamboozle Superman and Superman tricking him over and over again. There are a ton of great sight gags, which are quite brilliant and also extremely hard to summarize. <laughs> and that's why Mr. Mixie's Pitlick was the best summer vacation ever. The end. Okay. Yeah, this this spins off into nuttiness and it's like, I don't know how I, to tell you that without describing jokes and taking all the soul out of them. Yeah, there's nothing in the world funnier than trying to tell pe- than trying to make jokes out of jokes that already exist and are better than the jokes that you're telling. You know what's great is not good comedy, but secondhand mm-hmm. good comedy. When you're describing a good sketch to someone. Yep, everybody loves that. You know what I saw on, well, I was going to say SNL, but I said a good sketch. <laughs> Take that, SNL. No, but, you know, like when you're in high school. Or sure. Someone, hearing someone describe the SNL episode you mm-hmm. missed is not funny. But, yeah, this this was fantastic. I mean, the, Paul Dini wrote it. And, yeah, so, of course. You know, obviously. And he's bringing his, like, uh, tiny, well, I was going to say Tiny Toons, but also funny stuff. Mm-hmm. I never liked that show. That's fair. But it's got that, it's got a real Looney Tunes energy mm-hmm. to it. It's got to just, like, reality does not matter. And I love that. Yeah. I, I mean, it's literally, he's, Mr. Mix's Pitlick is literally just a, like a Warner Brothers cartoon who wandered in like, ah, I wonder what's going on across the lot. Mm-hmm. And he's, ah, you guys filming Superman in here? But he's, he's like, he his scale doesn't mm-hmm. fit yeah. the rest of the, he doesn't work in this world, which makes it perfect it's, for the fact that he's from another dimension. It's great. Like, it's like, it's like Roger Rabbit, but the whole thing's animated. Yes, you know? exactly. Like, 
you should not work next to this other normal-looking Bruce Tim person. No, and also, it's wonderful seeing someone, like, annoyed. Like, annoyed mm. Superman seems to be one of my favorite Superman. Yep. I didn't remember this from before, but apparently <laughs> that's it's, what I love. I love, just, I gotta deal with this today. And every time. Because he comes, it's this. This episode takes place over about a year. Yes, he poofs back about every ninety days, mm-hmm. and every time, he's he's like, okay, here we go mm-hmm. again. And he's he lets himself be a little smug when he beats yep. him the last time, which is great. But then he poofs away, and he just sort of deflates. He's like, well, like you were talking about before with Lois. Yeah, some of it's an act. Well, it's like if this weird little bastard decided to actually be a threat instead of, like, a yeah. fun idiot, I have no idea what I would do. He yeah. turned himself into kryptonite at one point. Yeah. He could just kill Superman. He also knew where his parents were because he knows that he's Clark. He yep. could ruin... And he says that. He says, I'll tell people who you are! Mm-hmm. And and Superman goes, go ahead, I'll find another disguise. Yeah. But, like, he was bluffing. That yeah. would fuck his life all up. Yeah. It's... it's he's, he's dangerous, but also, he's just bored. Mm-hmm. And it's, he says, like... Throughout history, I've come and messed with people and they're dullards, but you're you're fun. You're fun, yeah. you know? And this is kind of my good thing. Yeah. As much as I kid about Superman being a little dumb, which, look, it's fun. It's fun to do that. Yeah. Particularly once he starts pairing up with Batman, it's like, oh, well, someone's got to be the dummy in this uh-huh. relationship, and it ain't going to be Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess you'll be my new Robin. I don't think that he's, I think he's not super intelligent, mm-hmm. but I do think he's clever, which is yeah. a different thing. Yeah. He's. He can outsmart this guy because it's all about strategy and wit, mm-hmm. not about knowing things. Well, and also Mrs. Pitt like works on a fucking Warner Brothers hair yeah. trigger. It's like tricking Elmer Fudd, you know? No, he's like, not that dumb. Whatever you do, don't look down the tube. I'll show you. Well, the first time, he's like, you got to trick me into saying my name backwards. I can't say your name forwards, much less backwards. Oh, it's just kill quickly, Zem. Ah, nuts. It's so good. You ain't got to say it. I got to oh, son of a- Got to say what? <laughs> Every time. He's literally just, sta- like, he should be standing there with, like, a Groucho cigar, just like, ah. Yeah, but it's, like, it's a perfect escalation of he gets that trick by mm-hmm. once, then he's got to do it a little harder and a little more. At one point, he tricks him into, okay, I got to finish editing this article first. Yeah. And he's like, I'll do it for you. Let's go. And he crosses out all the letters that spell his name backwards. Ah, like, oh, jeez. Yeah. I mean, no, this is nuts every time. Yeah. I mean, this is my good thing. The comic, the comedic timing in that entire three months later sequence is just. Mm. Well, he goes back to his own dimension. Uh huh. And he's just his like building a machine, mm-hmm. a robot. That's so good. Yeah. It's just like this time I got him. Don't. He's talking to his sexy wife, whose name I can't mm-hmm. remember because it's like. Mrs. Pitlick, and I haven't spent yeah, 20 years it. trying to figure out how to say it. I'll tell you, the reason I know how to say Mixias Pitlick mm-hmm. is from the sequence in this very episode where he gives him a little mnemonic where he turns into a mix and then a yes yep. album and then a spit and a lick. Yep. Like, okay, got it. See, I know it from uh, The Simpsons, like everything else. Of course. Mr. Mrs. Mixes Pitlick. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, and also, by the way, the DC Wiki, I don't know why I thought of them just now mm. when you mentioned comic book guy. Uh-huh. But uh, point out that the letters that he crosses out are not the right letters. All right. Thank you very much. Look, you helped out with the tuxedo thing. That was very good. But this You you, you got one this week, and then you automatically just lost this again. You're back on my shit list. Uh Sorry, guys. Um, But I I just, I love, and, but I was talking about your your timing. The scene just, it builds, and it builds, and it builds, and it's so perfect. Like, he's, he's, uh, he's working on, on, I'm making this, this robot suit that's gonna, that's gonna get him this time. It, it feels like. It's playing with your expectations because yeah. he's been defeated like three or four times. And this time we've shifted to his POV mm-hmm. and we're seeing the prep like, okay, this is the big fight. Yeah. This is, 
He's prepping, and this is going to be the third act. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happens. No, and then he poofs away, and he's gone for five seconds, and he poofs back. It's like, ah! His girlfriend's like, five, four, three, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, just nuts! His girlfriend, uh, Sandra Bernhardt. Yeah, Sandra Bernhardt, by the way. Yeah. Which, you know, look, obviously Gilbert Gottfried, mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. like, but they also got another, like, movie yeah. star with a good voice to be to be the other character, and that's fantastic. I wish I could say her name, but I cannot. I can't say it forwards, much less backwards. Uh-huh. No, she's great. And uh, like a sexy lady character who's kind of bored and like, mm-hmm. come on, come on, come play with me. What uh-huh. are you doing? Why are you, why are you fucking around with Earth? Like, yeah, it's, it's boring. We all like, it's a whole dimension full of these yeah. guys and everyone else got bored with it years ago. He's just stuck on it yeah. for some reason. We could go have weird fifth dimensional sex. But also he's. He's like Q. Y- yeah. He's just got it in his craw. No, yeah. no, this, this loser. N- this time for sure. Mm-hmm. Ah, nuts. Ah. But uh, she's great, but also kind of leads to your bad thing. Well, this, uh, there's a sequence where he's working on the, uh, on the suit that he's uh, building, and it's just an entire minute straight of her basically poofing into various different sexy outfits. Yeah, he's in the foreground turning a wrench, and yeah. so they need to make the background interesting. And yeah, that's literally and all it's, it is. It's, look, I know Paul Dini, and I know exactly what he's doing. And look, if I had a cartoon series, I would also make sure my various kinks showed up in it. But I mean, you think our, our long-running fiction series doesn't have some of that already uh-huh. from both of us? Mm-hmm. Because that's how writers work, man. Yep. But yeah, come on, dude. It was a little, the thing is, most of the outfits were cheesecake. Uh-huh. I don't object to some cheesecake, mm-hmm. but also maybe put her in some stuff that's a little more dignified. Yeah. Just a few of them to mix it up a little bit. I was bit. shocked there wasn't a Zatanna costume in there. I want to call that his one, uh, yeah, his one saving grace. They, he did put a ton of really good deep pulls from the comics, though. That's true. There's a bit where he's turning the Daily Planet people into animals, mm-hmm. and he turns Jimmy into a turtle, yep. which is a famous uh, uh, Jimmy Olsen comic. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of shit like that, yeah. and I love all of it. It's also got uh, Streaky the Super Cat. Yes. Yes, he makes is, the uh, Kent's cat fly around. Like which is Superman. like, if you've heard about uh, Crypto, it's the other one. Yeah, of course. Well, it's Streaky usually belongs to Supergirl, right? Yeah, exactly. Because girls like cats and uh. boys like dogs. I don't know. But also- Supergirl's also got the horse that's in love with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is. that's a whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, that never made it into the cartoon, as I recall. No. Um, but there's, uh, uh, at one point, the first time he appears, uh, Mixias Pitlick appears at the uh, Daily Planet. Mm-hmm. He's in a comic strip. Yep. Because, I don't know, why not? And honestly, that's a freeze frame thing. Yep. Now that the show's in HD, you can really see the, the all the jokes. And there's a there's a Peanuts thing in there. Yep. There's a Calvin and Hobbes thing in there that's uh, by, instead of Bill Watterson, it's Bill, we miss you because... Calvin and Hobbes just ended, and that's really sweet. It's also a very well-done Calvin and Hobbes. Like, it looks yeah. like Watterson. Yeah, like, and also there's a Dennis the Menace. Yeah. It's called uh, Deanie the Meanie. Yeah. Which is fucking perfect. That's yeah. such a good wordplay. You, you didn't need to do any of that. No, they pan by in less than a second. You yeah. have to freeze frame it to see it on your shitty VHS that yeah. won't be able to show you. But it's like, yeah, we'll pay tribute to Bill Watterson, who definitely will never see this. Yeah. and um, But anyway, the, the comic that he shows up in mm-hmm. is... Mr. Mitch has picked, like, yep. by Siegel and Schuster. Yep. And that's a good nod. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I'm on the corner of uh, uh, Denny O'Neill I'm, and, uh, you know, whatever. At the corner of Bill and Finger. Yeah. Or, hello, Officer Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. How are you? It was a little more subtle. It was sure. Not, oh, oh, look, these guys draw a comic strip just like they did. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
Uh, also, apparently, uh, Mr. Mixed Pitlick was based on his, like, original Golden Age appearance. Oh, yeah, that checks out. Which is why he looks like that. Yeah. He looks very 30s. He looks like he walked out of, like, a, a Little Orphan Annie or, like, a Betty Boop yeah. or some of, some of that old old weird The weird, shit. like, like the, the weird, like, woozy winks type character. Yeah. Or, like. Exactly. Yeah. Like, not a funny animal character, but something like that. Yeah. The, the funny animal of people, which it's hard to explain, but you know what I'm talking about. I know about. exactly what you're talking about. Our listeners might not. But uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like that's about half our conversations anyway. Uh, yes. So We've been at this a while. That's all right. If you're still with us, you you know what to expect. Uh-huh. You know what you're getting into here. Um, But no, I love that. And I love... Uh, he's running around... Apparently, this is a reference to his first appearance, which I, mm. I haven't read I haven't or read don't it remember. Either. But him running around yelling for McGurk for the first five minutes uh-huh. is a reference to that. Okay. And McGurk ends up being the thinker. Yeah. Who he brings to life. I said that. That's a fun reveal, honestly, that like, who's he looking for? Oh, of course. This classic statue that uh, for some reason all children know. We actually, and I'm not being sarcastic. Yeah. We all just know this one. Yeah. I don't know, because it's in comedy or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Like, oh, of course. McGurk. Quit doing your business and come help me. People have definitely made the joke that it looks like he's sitting there taking a crap. Uh-huh. So that might be what that was about. But it was it's, McGurk is a funny name to McGurk yell out a very in a Gilbert Gottfried uh, voice. McGurk, so, McGurk, so good. Um, I really like getting back to Superman outsmarting him. Uh-huh. I like his very first thing mm-hmm. was we're gonna play games, huh? Games have rules. Yeah, you can't just That's such a good. Well, it's like he's already think he's already thinking, you yeah. know, like that's okay, I've already seen what this guy can do. Like what's good okay, I can work I can work with this. Yeah. I just he can't do I can't let him do anything. No, and seeing him be one step ahead, the nice thing is they fool us once or twice. Yeah. Because we're we're not in on the fact that he's figured it out already. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Superman, are you really this dumb? Oh no, you're not. No, you're you're two steps ahead. That's not something I see on this show a whole lot. He's again, he's not actually he's not, dumb. No, he's not dumb. But again, <clears throat> I he's think, just a guy of like average intelligence. No, and we had a show about the really smart guy. Yeah. That's we've seen that. This guy is the really like good, wholesome, mm. trustworthy guy, and that's much better. And I mean, when you're like Superman, like that's a real good thing to fall back on as like a um like a like a flaw for you. It's like yeah. I, he doesn't have the super intelligence. He's just a regular. Yeah, he was like, a farm he's, boy he's who a, went to college, yeah. but he's not like I'm a sure genius. he's smarter than you know Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah, but like you know, of the cast, Lois and Lex are both infinitely more more well, smart than him. And that's the thing. He's got people. He's got a support system yeah. who is smarter than him. He's got Professor Hamilton for the science stuff. He's got Lois for probably everything else. Yep, and he'll be okay. Yeah. And I like. I also like him not like he can't tell anyone about this because yeah. Mrs. Pitlick keeps like changing reality so that like well he hits the reset button when he's yeah. done so none of it ever has had happened yeah exactly it's not, it's not about really fucking things up it's about having fun for a minute yeah so but like him like destroying a very well known statue yeah and Lois just like the fuck are you doing yeah, so but the thing is and this didn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. There's a whole episode in that. Oh, yeah. There's a whole episode in, wait, Superman is the only one who sees this thing and everyone thinks he's delusional. Mm-hmm. So everyone thinks the most powerful man on the planet has suddenly snapped. Yep. Like, that'd be an, and I don't want to see this episode. This one's much better than the yeah. one in my head right now. But the idea of, like, Lex really fanning the fire. and Superman that ge- crazy? And that general who hates him. Like, yeah. it's time to take this alien out. You know, like, it's, <laughs> it, 
it would be a, an interesting thing. But this this is so much. Yeah, better. I honestly don't have a bad thing for this episode. Yeah, sometimes I just fair. don't. This thing is this is a uh, this is a perfect episode of of the all the shows we're gonna cover. And look, I love the the the, the first season of JLU, mm. like one of the great TV seasons. Period. Yeah, no, not just cartoons, but period. I, this is still probably top five mm-hmm. across Batman, Superman, all this stuff. It's it's just so funny, and it's it still works in this world. And again, Superman annoyed is way funnier or way way more entertaining to me than Superman angry. Yep, Batman angry is great, sure, but Superman just irritated. Yeah, it's well, much better. And then the few times he is actually genuinely angry matter. When you well, know? there were a moment, there was a moment or two in here when he thought you're fucking with my my parents. Yeah, come on, man. Like, okay, Coming to my house, like. having, having some fun in the museum is like, well, it sucks that you wrecked mm-hmm. this statue if that's what happened. But these are my parents, man. Well, and I love also in that scene, he put, put like put them, puts them into like a painting. It's like, uh, yeah. what the hell is it called? American Gothic. American Gothic. The one yeah. about the guy and his daughter that everyone yeah. thinks is his wife. Well, I mean, look. But um, I, there, there's a moment where Clark's genuinely worry well that's what i mean and it's, it's like great that's the moment where you get the actual he's not just annoyed he's like he's <sighs> worried and angry yeah but that's it other otherwise okay you just turn lois into a horse but also this is the 10th time i've seen you this ain't gonna last yeah. i'll get out of this yeah i can work with this uh, what i was saying before about them tricking us mm-hmm. was because we happen to be sitting in the same room watching the episode uh-huh. i saw your note that said this chase sequence is going on a little too long yep. and i'm like well yeah but Hang just on. wait and it's because he was tricking him into skywriting his name backwards. It's like, okay, the payoff it's is such a good it. payoff. Because, yeah, you're like, okay, I know how this show works. Why is this kind of boring? It's like, all right, Chase, Chase, fine. You know, yeah, like, but- and I actually am. I'm like, for a second, I'm like, all right. Yeah. No, I get it. I usually am that guy before mm-hmm. you when it comes to action sequences. But Well, this- if it's just a rocket chasing after Superman for like two minutes straight. Yeah, and he's doing loop-de-loops yeah, and stuff. And, all right. You know, I mean. It's a it's an airplane with a with the face of Mr. Mister Bigley, which is deeply disturbing, disturbing I love for it. some reason. But uh, I love it. <laughs> I don't care for this at I'm all. Just, I like I like the I like that they can do some weird cartoon logic. Now shit. I'm a weird airplane. Oh god, that is weird. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Oh, you don't like my new airplane body that I will always have now. Mm-hmm. This is what I look like now. <laughs> and somehow that's just a, like Superman doesn't mind at all. It's just a trick to make him say his name backwards yep. again. Ah, nuts. Ah. Um, there was a moment where the Daily Planet guys start turning into animals, and Lois just goes, or no, Jimmy mm-hmm. goes, is that a penguin? And it's like, I like that they do very, the classic Looney Tunes yep. gags, but that was just surreal. Like, it, they, they, they took it to some weird places. This, and this is like, this is like the fifth or sixth time it's happened. So, yeah, it, we open in on Clark, like, at his desk, and he's got, like, the, he's got the date circled. Just yeah, the like, Daily Planner thing. This is, a, this is the day. His Daily gonna, Planner, the Daily Planet. This is the day Superman's, g- or, yeah, he's going to come and do something weird, and I'm going to have to deal with it. Yep. Probably should have taken a sick day. But like then low then Jimmy says, "Is that yeah. a penguin?" Is that a penguin? He's like, "Yes." Yeah, yeah I guess so. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. A lot of animals in here. Uh huh. Yep. Oh look, Jimmy's a turtle now. Oh, Good. God. All right. No, it's it's very very. What good. are we doing? Uh, it's so funny. Also, I, again, I liked, and it, it was a bit of an act, mm-hmm. but at the end when he gets so smug, you're the superior being. Well, nah. it's so good. I, you said it, not me. I look, I. It's so easy to overlook Tim Daly because Superman is such a straight character. Yeah. He's such a, like, 
the voice he does is the guy that I trust and it's very good. Yep. But when he gets little moments like that, it's hard to it's hard to look or it's easy to look past them. Mm-hmm. And he's very good. Mm. All right. Uh I think that's about it. Like it's like I said, it's hard to just sort of describe jokes to yeah. you. That's not fun. Um oh they did have a moment and this was completely unnecessary. It was just I don't know. We got a moment of Superman at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, shaving in the mirror with heat oh, vision. Yeah. It's just an unnecessary... Like, you could pick up a razor, Clark. It won't cut through. What are you doing? Yes, it will. P- Professor Hamilton would build you a razor. Yeah. I, uh, that's your... Superman shaving with his with his heat vision is a very Silver Age thing. Oh, no, and I love it, like, to be clear. Animated Superman's not at a part like... It's hair. You can get a haircut, buddy. Yeah, I don't... No, because surely mm-hmm. young Clark... Got his haircut before he figured out all the Superman yeah. stuff. I think he's human enough. Oh, broke another pair of glasses, or uh, bro- broke another pair of scissors. Mm-hmm. Weird. Not oh. my problem. You ever notice it's always the Kent boy? <laughs> no, I just feel like the scissors give out. Like, they have, they've got three months of life in them. Oh, yep. yeah, Kent comes in for a haircut every three months. Mm-hmm. This is a coincidence. Yeah. Boy, I gotta stop buying scissors from these guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yep. No, I just, you know, it's... To be clear, I love it. Yeah. It's just a dumb little detail that I love, mm. but it's it's such an unnecessary, like, Clark's not usually that showy. <laughs> like, it feels like he's doing it for someone. I do like him with the uh, Homer Simpson five o'clock shadow, though. <laughs> I mean, you know, have you, oh, you haven't seen Superman three. That's what evil Superman looks oh, like. Oh, God, that's right. When he's the, flicking peanuts the, across yeah. the bar. Then he fights himself in a, a junkyard. Junk oh, I love that stupid, stupid movie. Irish guy's favorite movie. I, I, well, that and Batman Returns. Yeah, that's the two. Yeah, but that's that's mostly because he kept almost eating mistletoe, and that movie r- reminded him not to do that. Yeah, you can't eat mistletoe. It's deadly if you eat it. I didn't know that until that movie. That now movie. you're going to hear something real weird about a kiss in a second. <laughs> but it's not a kiss from a rose. That's a different movie. No. It is a Batman movie. Though. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's about all I think I have. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think that's everything I have too. All right, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, man, this is um, great. My quote is just uh, the first time. I think the first or second time. I don't remember, but one of the times he he tricks him into saying his name backwards, and mm. it's just, it made me laugh. I can't even say your name forward. How am I supposed to say it backward? No, dope. You don't have to say it backward. You have to get me to say it. Say what? Kill Tipsy Zim! Gosh, you're thick! Now, for the last time! Ah, nuts. But, I mean, look. You could quote every moment in this episode. Like, you really could pull any 30-second yep. clip, and you'll have something funny. It's just wall-to-wall. I, I've seen the three-month uh, sequence roll around on Tumblr occasionally, and it's mm-hmm. you just watch that bit, and it's perfect. Yeah, it's all so very good. All right, well, that's all for this time. Yeah. Uh, next week we have oh action figures, which I think is a toy master or toy man episode. That I think sounds it comes about back. right. And double dose. I'm not sure about I that don't one. No, this Two Face shows up. I, I doubt Two Face shows up. I'm here because I hate Superman. Do you? Well, half of me does. Yeah. Also, he's the judge now. Uh huh. That's where we left him. I'm so. permanently the judge. I guess. I don't know. The judge who hates Superman. My name is Judge. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know which one that is, but mm. uh, our, our, uh, we will be, we will be happy to find out. Yeah, um, they'll probably be good because this show's good. Yep, it's just so much better than it gets credit for. Uh huh. All right, uh, our website, as ever, kidslovebatman.com. If you want to write to us, kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. We are already, I think, like halfway through the series or close Yo. to it. So, like, 
the next mail episode's coming up sooner than you think. Mm-hmm. So uh, feel free to write to us. Yes, please. Um, and that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala! For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2021. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun. 